Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio, your host as always. Tonight we got a dual guest treat as the uh, creators of the forthcoming comic Death Stroud is joining us. Of course, we all know V. Ken Marion with his nice wannabe cloud hair going on there. <laughs> What's up, guys? How's it going? Bit by bit. But he pulls bit it off well, though. Pulling it off, though. Yeah, agree. Right? He always does. And then we're also joined <laughs> by his counterpart at Dream Key Comics, Chad Larson. only Chad Larson. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Boom. And then, uh, as always, the I, am joined, I am joined by the beanied one, Gerard Barrera. Hey, what's going on, all my nerds? Thank you all for joining. Thank you for uh, uh, coming in and listening. And uh, guys, welcome. Welcome to and, Crashing uh, Game Night. Okay. And the- really quick, I'm, I, just because I see a piece of your shirt right now, I need to know what it says, because I feel like it has something to do with whiskey. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, I called it. Whiskey Row. Whiskey okay. Row. <laughs> all right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, as our baby face one that uh, can't get a drink. Because he's too baby-faced. It's is Theo I Walsky. Mean, I still get ID'd. <laughs> it counts. Hey, that's a good thing, man. Yeah, man. It's no, it's not. Right. It's a compliment, really. No, it's not. Because then it's, I it's get a the whole, like, like, oh, you have a birthday with the one in it for the year. Got it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, lastly, the maitre d' services, the man with the couch, the lion's mane, Jason Bolidio. Wow. How's it going, guys? How's it going tonight, Chad? Thank you guys for coming on with us tonight. Of course. Now enjoy the couch. Welcome to the couch, Chad. Yeah, I'm excited, guys. Lots of uh, cool things to talk about for sure. I'm I'm jealous of Chad's wall right now, though. I was about to say that, too. I'm already jealous. Jealous of his wall. That, that, That artwork just looks so amazing just in the background. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, I'm a big original art collector and uh, I got, uh, as you may see, Spawn. I have Spawn 300 and Spawn 301 mm-hmm. and a bunch of great wow. covers. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty, I'm pretty proud of it. Let's just say that. Nice. <laughs> I would be too. Dang. <laughs> nice. You, you and I would, you and I would do great at like uh, Artist, Va- Artist Alley at like Comic-Con. Oh, oh Comic-Con, bro. We'd just be geeking out. The yeah. grass is always greener. Um, and it's definitely a problem. It's like, you know what? I think I've spent enough this year. I'm not going to get And all of a sudden, a new Venom cover comes out. Or Batman oh, oh it's just, yeah. Just one more. Talking our language, more. bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good show. So, uh, Vikan, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I, uh, I just got married at the end of December. Yeah, so. I know. That's right, dude. Oh, we saw your post on Instagram. Congrats, bro. Thank yeah, you. Thank nice, you, dude. Yeah, it's, it's Off been the market. A, yeah, yeah, it's been a good month. Uh, well, been, yeah, welcome awesome to the club, UK. Welcome to the club, bro. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Yeah, man. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. This, this is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually not wearing mine because when I got it from the ring shop, I got it and it like I barely was able to get it over my knuckle and they're like no it's supposed to be that way it's supposed to be that way no, and it's after not. the wedding nah. after the wedding nah. I was I was like it was getting tight and my hand was swelling and like we finally yeah. were able to get it off like we need to get this resized so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm bummed too because yeah. I want to wear it like all the time but because <laughs> the thing is it's supposed to be a little big right you're supposed to grow mm-hmm. into your wedding no. ring, right I mean oh, no. you're supposed to it's supposed to be like comfortable yeah um, oh, okay a comfort okay. Yeah, so I mean, you can slip it over your knuckle and stuff. It's not supposed to be where it's like you're forcing it over your knuckle. Yeah, it's like slim fit um, pants, you know. You know, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's a little tight, but you know, it sorry. works. It sorry, I've never been the size um, to to wear slim fit pants. Jason. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm same jealous here. of you, same. but I'm also not jealous of you because I never want to see I'm, your slim fit pants. <laughs> I'm honestly probably here in the next, probably by E3. I may have to actually get a new wedding band for me. So, oh, yeah, dude, it's slimming down thing, those fingers. Go, like, what, dude? When I go to wash my hands, this thing falls off. Yeah. Like, oh, it just oh, wow. slips right on off, dude. Well, you got to figure. I'm down since April of last year. I am now down 22 pounds. Wow! Oh, nice, nice bro. Yeah, yeah, that's a grind. This go. morning when I weighed in, I was at 203. That's an entire spice girl. It's getting there. Good job, bro. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Like, 
Well, dude, I'm gonna have to get a new wardrobe too because like the jeans are now the where it's like oh, dude, <laughs> I'm almost dude, baggy's coming back, man. Baggy's coming back. Yeah, so or I was gonna say, bro, dude, jorts <laughs> are coming back. Just cut them, bitches, dude. Jorts, <laughs> dude I'm not hold, hold on. Jorts, I ain't, just because you it was just say jorts just because are coming back. Yeah, bro. No, no, no. I'm gonna say that again. Jerry, just kidding, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Just because it was Raw's 30th anniversary last night. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not John Cena. Yeah, and I, I'm glad, you know. That's, that, the only, that, that's the only reason jorts are back is John Cena. Really. But I'm glad that we are a gaming podcast and not a fashion podcast because that yes. would have been it. Been like, oh, oh, none of us would pass fashion at down. all. Shut it down. <laughs> oh, damn. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. But no. Um, anyway, so let's kind of, let's catch some people up. You know, we've got some, uh, you know, B can reach out to me cause he's got a new, he's got a new book coming Woo. and, yeah. uh, and so, uh, you know, he reached out to me, we're talking about it. Um, you know, it's something I've been retweeting out here and there. If people that follow my Twitter account, I'll tweet, retweet out his stuff. Um, so we reached out and said, Hey, why don't we have chat on too? So let's let's catch up some people and get introduced to chad um so chad what is what is your background we know vken comes from you know comics and and dc and and whatnot you muted he's on mute oh no oh there, there we go, go. <laughs> oh shoot okay sorry uh, that's okay. horrible i'm a noob um, it's all right. <laughs> uh so yeah so my background is in the video game esports space so um i've kind of yes. been an entrepreneur in that space for about a decade um i founded two companies one was called pro gaming league which is like an esports online tournament and event mm-hmm. uh, company and we actually launched oh, that on the back of ninja so at the time, Ninja oh. was a, a oh. pro Halo player, mm-hmm. and that was kind of my space as well. Because I used to get played, uh, paid to play Halo um, for a company called Virgin Gaming. Is a whole other story. Uh, Virgin by Richard Branson, not Virgin as in, anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Virgin had a, a gaming side. Yeah, I only knew about their mobile for a while, but I knew so, about yeah. mobile and like their airline in, well, in a long time Canada. ago. But yeah, so it was the that. largest tech startup in Canada at the time. They raised like fifty million. They had a, a really strong partnership with EA and built mm-hmm. really good mm-hmm. business model around um, FIFA and uh, and and kind of head to head cash matches, and then they would take like a rev share mm-hmm. off of that. Um, but, uh, so, and then that mm. was ultimately later sold, but yeah, so I was involved in that company left, started pro gaming league. Um, we ended up taking a public on the Toronto stock exchange venture, and we built an esports arena in downtown Las Vegas. Um, Ooh. we were actually involved as a halo fan and I used to get paid to play halo. This was like a, a dream of mine. Um, we were responsible for facilitating parts of the halo championship series. So we did a bunch of the wow. online qualifiers and then the second largest event leading up to ESL's like final million dollar event. Mm-hmm. Um, then I left that company and I started uh, another company, which is an esports team called Team Reciprocity, where we fielded a bunch of uh, top uh, championship <clears throat> teams. We had like seven or nine different teams. We had Call of Duty. Uh, we had a co-partnership in a League of Legends in LATAM. We had a, a franchise in Crossfire uh, with LGD, which is like one of the biggest esports teams in East Asia. Um, Dude, and, I'm yeah. Wow. I'm looking at the I'm looking at PGL's website right now, and the events are no joke. So this thing well, is... so so no, so that's that's an old. So the company that um, I had the North American. That's mm-hmm. the that's uh, that's a European company. Mm-hmm. My company is still around, but it's not called Pro Gaming League anymore. Now it's called GameSquare. Oh. So you can actually okay. or Engine Engine Media. It's still publicly traded under the ticker Game, but it's kind mm-hmm. of uh, merged into what I would call like a conglomerate, and they own a bunch of different gaming entities. They own like a small uh, mobile game publisher, some analytics company, ah. and they owned a bunch of different things like that. Um, and then so anyway, so so that led to like why did i do comics mm-hmm. is because i was kind of tired of being beholden to these game publishers right because it was always like as a tournament uh, operator you're mm-hmm. working as a third party and you're sitting across the yep. table always negotiating for your margins and as a team it's frustrating because like you, you have these influencers but you don't have tangible assets really and again you're really piggybacking off of the publisher so i'm like mm-hmm. okay ip is king 
um, how do I, how do I go about like creating some cool IP? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't have $500 million to make a triple a game and I'm not in a position to do that. So what's the next best kind of path forward to do that? And I was like, okay, well, comics seems to be kind of a, a cost effective way in which we can mm-hmm. kind of create a portfolio of IP, um, and, and take it from there with hopefully, you know, dreams of adapting it to mm-hmm. film and animation and, and, and other forms of media. So, so then it kind of started as that, uh, that basement dream. And I was like, okay, as you can see by the art, I love, um, you know, kind of the nineties, Greg Capullo, Todd McFarlane era. I was a big fan Ooh, of Ryan Stegman. It's like take on, on Venom. And, um, I was like, okay, so if I'm going to do this, I'm a nobody as a writer, you know, people are going to be like, why should I pay attention to you? So I was like, okay, well, let's, let's surround myself with kind of veterans and AAA talent. And then, you know, from there, maybe people will be like, Hey, what's, what's this all about? So that's why I, I, you know, I found, I was very fortunate to find a talent like, um, VCAN who, you know, is a, you know, a 10 year industry veteran from DC has done killer stuff on Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and and also like his style, like not only is he, um, you know, uh, uh, super detail, high quality rendering, but his dynamic energy that he brings to his panels um, is, is in my opinion, puts him on like the short list of one of the best um, artists in the industry. Because again, a lot of artists can be great, but there's a lot of medium shots. Again, Ken is always, you know, being innovative of how he's presenting the artwork on the page. Mm -hmm. And I really give him the flexibility given that this is an indie comic of like, Hey, let's take our, like, we have, we have some extra bandwidth here. Like let's, you know, go nuts on this page, like do, you know, really kind of exploding panels and and really bring a lot to the table that way. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the awesome things um, that's been with working with Ken and the fact that he's also a video game player. So a lot of the reference that that I'm constantly throwing at him, he's like, okay, yeah, I know that game or like, you know, I know the cinematic or whatever, you know, it's been, uh, it's been, it's been a fun Mm -hmm. ride for sure. That's amazing. That's so insane that you ended up starting in video games. I mean, yeah. Talk about ironic. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Except for, except for it hasn't been a great week or so for the gaming industry between gaming media and gaming studios. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later with the mass layoffs and stuff. Um, so what was Chad, what was the inspiration between or be called or with calling it dream key comics? So, um, really, I just wanted to evoke, um, something a little bit whimsical, something a little bit chase your dreams as, as cliche as that, uh, mm-hmm. may seems, but it, it, it really was from the perspective of this is an underdog story. You know, we're going up against legacy giants, um, and, you know, we really want to create stories that are going to capture people's imagination and make you feel mm-hmm. like a kid again. And, and that's, you know, all of that thought process went into, you know, into the, the branding mm-hmm. of, of the, of the name. So I got to ask you, so I've seen, I've seen the artwork, which mm-hmm. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Thank you. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you all the time, if like, if it wasn't so expensive, I'd have one of your pieces and I would have it honestly next to the signed page I have from the, the showrunners, uh, Eric and Julia Lewald from X-Men. Like I would have a piece up on the wall. I'd have you do Gambit for me, but man, I can't drop $500 right now. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah, no, it's not a cheap but, hobby. No. So what is Deathstrat about though? I mean, for the, from the bare bones, <clears throat> yeah, old, sure. high level. Yeah, so um, uh, out of the gate, uh, we designed it for fans of, you know, Spawn from the comic book side, Spawn, Venom, The Darkness. And then from the video game side, I'm a huge fan of the Diablo video game franchise and the Darkness um, video game franchise and then Destiny. And I think I took um, a lot uh, a lot of inspiration on my approach actually from Destiny. And the reason for that is not necessarily the lore of Destiny, but the creative approach of Destiny my my thing of destiny is like they took the best pieces of sci-fi for the last like 30 mm-hmm. years and you know merged it all into into this really great ip that i think is you know um is something really special so the story the synopsis i'll give you the elevator pitch um uh, during a special ops mission uh, it goes sideways and second lieutenant uh, john asriel should have died 
but instead he's transformed into this hellish uh, nightmarish creature and he soon discovers that he's actually one of the forbidden children of the angels and that his father is actually death itself and his oh, very existence is forbidden by the archangel yeah. council. Wow. And, 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 and then to get it more spicy, he actually gets I mean, caught up in a conspiracy between heaven and hell who wants to wipe out and reset man, uh, mankind. And he has to prevent oh, so that from happening. Pretty much right where I'm at with Sick. <laughs> Bro, that's a hook right there. Dude, yeah, that's, dang. that's, yeah. Oh. Thank you. So, yeah. yeah. And, and if you look at Man. the art and if you look at the characters, you know, um, a lot of people, you know, um, in the comic book space will say, hey, it's Bond, but um, I actually, you know, uh, my biggest inspirations come from IP like Diablo and Destiny and Darksiders and things like that. Um, but uh, I guess from a comic book side, you know, Spawn being kind of an anti-hero cape and deals with heaven and hell is another, you know, pretty good comparable. But one of the biggest differences from, and I'm a huge fan of Spawn, like I'm not going to lie, love Spawn. Definitely a bit of a homage to Spawn, but really it's its own unique thing here. But um, one of the greatest things that, that I wanted to do with this is like keep momentum. So when you read- So people can see it while we're talking about it. Okay, yeah. Can, if it starts sharing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is there's just so, so what I was going to say is there's, there's just so much energy. And, and one of my critiques with reading Spawn or, or just sometimes any comic books is I feel like um, screenwriters uh, are approaching it as kind of a stepping stone to kind of get into film. There's a lot of kind mm -hmm. of sometimes slow and a lot of medium shots. So this is like, listen, this is a really great, cool story, a lot going on, but you know, everyone wants, in my opinion, it's like everyone wants to see like their favorite hero beat up bad guys and, and see them do cool shit. So although there's great story, I pace it really well. So there's always like, you know, a roller coaster of two major high action beats and, and, and massive like double splashes and splash pages to be like, wow. Um, and leave those memorable marks as you're flipping through the book. And, and then someone like Ken just is able to take that and go nuts. Um, and, and Ken can probably, uh, you know, tell you of like, you know, <laughs> the painstaking, some of the double splashes that he's had to do and, uh, the crazy detail that he's, that he's packed in. But I think ultimately it will be worth it because, you know, the fans will be like, wow, like this is as a, as a grassroots, um, project, like this really feels like a Marvel AAA <clears throat> event book. Yeah, that, that was like our goal with it was to make it feel like the most special comic book that like you're buying, you know, to make it feel like as high quality as we possibly could. And, um, and yeah, and it's like Chad said, like it's, it's balls to the wall action. Like the whole, like, like there's a very good story and it's threaded with like just insane action. And each issue we did, there's a lot of story progression, like things happen from issue to issue, which, you know, is not always the case with comics. Like usually there you need to have like a, there's usually like a six issue story arc to like have like one sort of major thing happen. But with this, we wanted to make forward momentum with each 24 page issue and to have really great action. And like, it just, and each time I felt, felt like when I handed an issue in, I was like, I think we topped ourselves with this one. Like, I think this yeah. one might be better than the last one. And like, we just kept pushing ourselves to go crazier and crazier as we went on. And, um, and I do want to shout out Andrew Dollhouse, who's the colorist on the book. So I'm drawing, I'm doing all the line arts, so the penciling and inking and Andrew's doing all the coloring and our team together. Um, we've been kind of rock and rolling for a few years now together, like exclusively as like an art team. And we're kind of making something that I think is really unique. Like it has <clears throat> echoes of, like, like Chad said, like the nineties comics, like the Todd McFarlane, the Mark Silvestri, the Jim Lee, Michael Turner, all that stuff. I love growing up, but we also both of us, me and Andrew also both really love like anime. So that like, especially like nineties era anime and early two thousands anime. So like that kind of influence and convergence of our styles is like really kind of like making some of the best work I think I've ever done. So it's, it really is like a super high action. It's dark, it's gritty, but it's also fun and colorful. You know, it's like, it's kind of the best of both worlds to me. Like when I think of, we were talking earlier before about like Castlevania, mm -hmm. like it has sort of that feel of like, like the, like PS1 Castlevania where it's like, it's dark and it's gritty and it's edgy and bloody and violent, but it's also bright and colorful and fun and action packed, you know? And it's, it's Cause, like, yeah. Cause well, nice based on the, on the description, um, for me, Chad, uh, I was immediately, uh, not only could I, could I really picture it and see it 
even in a video form, like a, a series. But um, I was immediately kind of picturing uh, Darksiders. And, uh, I was, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I love, I love the idea of it. Uh, I also had a question about, um, given that this is your first run and you're, te- you're going to establish your characters, correct. But, yep. uh, given how interesting the story is, it really feels like there's a lot of lore behind it. Are you going to, um, kind of uh play with uh, some of that uh uh in the future or, totally. or or maybe like go into the like the explanation on how people get chosen or something like that yeah totally so you know knock on wood if everything were to you know um come gotcha to, i got gotcha. you come full uh, am i i'm not muted right hey blame your blame your tracer for not right. getting you prepped for this. Uh, no, totally my, totally my bad. Um, so yeah, the, the, the goal would be to have it uh, be expansive and have multiple different characters in their own kind of mini series. Um, for instance, if you go to our website right now, we actually, um, I co-created a character with Ken called um, Shadow Slayer. And the... Oh, there we go. Ooh. There you go. Ooh. So he's, so, so this design, you know, I was like, Ken... I love Ninja Gaiden, one of my favorite original Xbox games. Oh, God. Oh, like, God that's triggering me. And, and I'm like, let's, <laughs> I want to fill that void. And so fans of like Ninja Gaiden uh, will really appreciate the design. And, um, you know, we had this really cool idea for this weapon that is, um, you know, as you see in the image there, it's like v, a giant. Dude, V, bro. Yeah. 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 He killed it. And Bro. It, was, it was such a fun time working on so it. Cool. I, I love the play with the colors too. Like I love the powers are are not your standard like red or green. Like I like the blue. I like it. Yeah, he um Thank yeah, you, Sherry. Thank me. you for sharing, Theo, because <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's up with my sharing tonight. It's all um, good. <laughs> At least I figured out Anyways, a way to still yeah. share my face. I love the hook, man. I love the look. I love the <laughs> no. I love Ch- um, Chad was saying about um the that other this other character that we're developing, Shadow Slayer. Um, his like we we went with a very Ninja Gaiden sort of samurai ninja kind of motif for him to go with Death Shroud. So it's like kind of like two like different parts of the world. Like you know what I mean? Two different sort of anchors to where they would be from and um so one of the two, things two kind of different night entities like a ninja yeah. and like yeah and that guy's <laughs> actually based in japan like that's his home base oh oh wow. yeah yeah oh, and so he's got his weapon is like it looks like this hilt um like 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 a lightsaber like like that like like you know like a sword hilt and he can switch it from between like it like so it the blades made out of like fire like hellfire and it can switch between like a giant Ooh. like blade like Ooh. you know like a cloud type buster sword oh, like, okay. like to like then switch to like going double-sided like 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 a bow staff you know but then the kicker is that he can switch it to so he can curve the bow staff and then start drawing arrows so it turns into like a bow and arrow type bow and he can like, oh, like arrows. and he like all this to like slay demons and you know monsters and stuff so it's he's a pretty badass character and like imagine that in like a, a hyper frenetic uh you know like a devil may cry or ninja gaiden type style Ooh. of storytelling you know dude Oh my god, I'm sold. I mean, good, bro. You see, you have me sold with the archer because I, I mean, I do archery, and I'm going to love seeing Mm -hmm. a character actually have something cool like that. Yeah, just like the idea of like you know, of course, magical, endless missile seeking fire arrows is is just so (laughs) awesome, and and totally like doing flips, slashing, and then quickly you know pivoting into shooting arrows is like such an awesome um, dude that is cool to bring to life i'm gonna ch- oh, mm-hmm. we, dude yeah theo we gotta check it out bro bro these panels well, oh yeah. my hey, god so dude. Of, these look so, so good real quick so jerry as you talk about that you know you gotta check it out right so v ken and, and chad i'm gonna let you guys pitch it real quick on where they can go to support the comic and find it thank you yeah. Yeah, sure. So, so great segue. Hey, so from a from a high level um, roadmap perspective, uh, we have six issues currently completed, and the first issue that we're um, uh, launching, and all of these right now tentatively will be on Indiegogo. We might switch it up and do some Kickstarter, but we'll see. Um, But uh, the first issue is a giant size issue. Um, It's a fifty-two page um, issue broken into two chapters. 
Uh, and then uh, we'll be rolling them out consecutively between now and next January. So every couple months we'll be dropping the next issue. Um, and uh, yes. it's live right now. So if you go to Indiegogo, just type in Deshroud01, <clears throat> um, you'll be able to you'll be able to find it. It's live. If you go to our socials, our, our Twitter is um, at Deshroud mm-hmm. and Facebook is Deshroud Comic and Instagram is Deshroud Comic. We're posting links like multiple times a day and different arts and things like that. So you'll be able to definitely oh, um, sweet. navigate the link there. But yeah, the first the first campaign is currently live, um, and it's it's flagged under our Green Key Comics uh, logo. Yep, it's a Death Shroud giant sized fifty fifty two is Death Shroud giant sized issue number one. I think is the official title for it. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So yeah, and, so and, very cool, very cool. Yeah, and go to Indiegogo, and please we appreciate everyone who goes and checks it out. Um, Thank you so much, everyone who's listening who has already pledged. Thank you so much. Like we really appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. And anyone who has not checked it out, please, we implore you to go check it out because we have a ton of, like, we we have a huge story that we want to tell, and we have, like we said, we've got Shadow Slayer and a number of other characters that we have dreams to, you know, pull all this into one like a new giant comic book universe. So um, yeah, so please, we definitely uh, implore everyone to go check it out because there's a lot of a lot of really cool stuff we have in store. And then if you nice. can't, you know, if money's tight, that's totally cool. Retweets, social media posts is, you know, goes a huge way mm-hmm. too, as we're, you know, building um, kind of awareness from uh, the ground up here. And uh, for those folks that are uh, listening or watch this come this weekend, um, we will have a profile built for Chad, just like we do for Vken, mm-hmm. And that information, some of that information is already on there as far as the Twitter information. Um and their website, which is dreekeycomics.com. So um, we'll have that on the website as well with a link to the episode, like we always do for all of our guests. Sweet. Um, anyway, so I, I do want to kind of talk to you guys. So when we're when you guys are looking at this, doing this as an Indiegogo versus, um, you know, like mainstream like DC and Marvel and, and all of them go is, um, a, a grander question, I think this goes to gaming as well um, as it relates to comics. So the news... Bro, I mean, when I said this wasn't a good week and a half for gaming, we have mass layoffs at tons of game media companies, including, you know, the Washington Post is getting rid of their entire gaming section. Um, You know, you've got, you know, some GameSpot and stuff like that. Um, Then you've got the layoffs that have hit um, some of the gaming studios. Chad alluded to, you know, Halo. 343 Industries got hit by a very big 10,000 person layoff at Microsoft um, that also hit Bethesda, which I think is funny is you lay off 343 and Bethesda as you're trying to buy Activision. Um, Just optics doesn't look good. But 343, it hit even a huge part of their campaign team. Um, Now they said rumors were that, you know, they were just going to be project managers and some other studio was going to take it over. But the other news was, and for some of us that played the game, it doesn't come as a surprise, but Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix made a major announcement with Marvel's Avengers. And yeah, that, um, which the, the announcement was uh, after two and a half years and introducing 12 of Earth's Mightiest Heroes following update 2.8 on March two 31st, years. we will no longer add new content or features from Marvel Avengers. All official support for the game will end on September 30th. So they're giving seven months notice, a little over eight months notice at this point. Even as official support ceases on September 30th, both single and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available again, but with no support. Um, They are along with the end of development will also be turning off the cosmetics marketplace. Um, after the update on March 31st, credits will no longer be purchasable and all remaining credit balances will be converted into in-game resources and aid to aid ongoing adventures. Um, they also said as a show of appreciation, starting March 31st, all the game's marketplace, challenge cards, and shipment cosmetic content becomes available for free. Mm. Like everything. They're just giving away the house. Oh my um, God. So what about the people who paid for those already? Right. Um, And the, the, they're just getting all that 
that they spent, you know, that they've got credit balances and stuff, it just gets transferred into units and fragments and upgrade modules. So when we when we look at this and all the the layoffs and gaming and stuff like that, is how do you guys feel about the survivability of comics and mainstream media when we look at you know DC axed and is rebooting all of the DCEU? Marvel is retooling their entire next two phases because of quality issues and as Jason kind of rolls his head back, I'm supporting. Hey, hold on, I'm gonna support my boy on this. But when you do have some people that are looking at it being kind of oversaturated with how much you know Marvel has thrown at everybody between shows and movies and and whatnot, um, how do you guys feel about you know survivability when you know games like Avengers they they come out, you talk about them for a week or two, and then you don't really talk about them anymore. Like Midnight Suns that just came out a couple weeks ago. You haven't heard much on that. Um, so it's actually a really good question. And it was a key to the thought process behind um, Dream Key. So, you know, with starting Dream Key in the digital age, we, we knew we had to do something very different. Um, and that print, although I love print, as you can see, I'm a huge original art collector, I think is, and print, I believe, will always be around. But I think for comics to move forward, um, we needed to bring something new for the digital age. So our real long-term mission for um, Dream Key is to become the number one platform for digital native comics. And what that means is, you know, by, you know, revamping the storytelling medium from the ground up to be truly digitally native. And then if we can add gamification layers on top of that, um, you know, not only do I believe that that will create further retention and engagement in the comics, um, but also it will make it more competitive with leading forms of narrative driven content, which is video games. And I think that if we can do that, like, uh, there's such a big market of hyper casual games or these idler games. And if we can, you know, mm-hmm. not only capture a piece of the, car- the comic book market, but, you know, if we can also <laughs> carve in a slice of these, you know, hyper casual and, um, you know, idler games that I think really widens our addressable market and reach and um, adds an interesting element um, to to what we're doing. So we have a really cool demo on our website. You can check out. Again, it was you know a video, um, but but I, I truly believe that by making comics more interactive, you know um, you know having loot boxes and redeemable points and leaderboards and interactive moments that will actually change the way that. Um, your story progression um, changes kind of like a telltale games walking dead. Um, I was just going to ask you about that. If that was like the realm of what you were. uh, Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I think, you know, it, it gives us something unique and a shot. Um, cause I think, um, something differently different has to be, uh, done and especially for future generations because the millennials and Gen Z are growing mm-hmm. up with, you know, iPads and, and fo- mobile phones Dude. in their hands. And it has to be, we have to access them and legacy print and going into the local comic book store is not it. So how do we do that? And I think that's by building out this technology and making them more cinematic, making them more in- engaging mm-hmm. and, and understanding that attention spans are, um, are finite. So adding these gamification layers mm-hmm. to keep you engaged and keep you returning and incentive uh, incentives to, to returning. So I, I think we have something really um, special there. And then from a content perspective, what we want to do is uh, if you look at kind of, you know, how we identify our white space in the landscape is when you think of, when you say the word comic books, um, I would say 99% of people think of superheroes. But if you actually look at the entire landscape, um, you know, Marvel and DC focus on superheroes and everyone else kind of focuses on the kitchen sink. And so with what I want to do with Dream Key, especially like initially, is that we're going to come out and say, listen, we're going to go after the hardcore enthusiasts, fans, 
and create edgy anti-hero dark themed stories and really make our mark in the space by saying, you know, drawing a line in the sand is saying, when you think of a dream key, you're going to think of like badass superheroes and, and kind of the whole mantra of like, we're going to create mm -hmm. um, the next generation of the world's most badass heroes. And I think like one of the beliefs that I have as, as a company and a philosophy as a company to help achieve this is, you know, people like Beacon, like Beacon is an actual shareholder of my company. Ryan Stegman is a shareholder of my company and and I want to you know attract and retain like top talent and and by giving them true creative freedom uh, to bring to life these awesome stories and offering them actual equity in the company you know will make everyone feel really invested and and be rowing in the same direction and I think with that true creative freedom freedom you know it's going to bring to life in my opinion some of their best work and really you know, capture people. And, and, and the goal is to hopefully, you know, make people feel like a kid again. But I think um, by doing that, I think you need the top talent and they need to have ownership in the company so that, you know, everybody's on the same playing field and, and rowing in the mm -hmm. same direction. So I Chad, apologize for being a millennial. <coughs> I'm just going to say, dude, <laughs> honestly, it's no joke because, you know, my son's a kindergartner and he's got an iPad. They yeah. use it for all their learning and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, textbooks now are coming on iPads. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I, I wish back in the day I had that option because totally. my textbooks were super heavy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in high school yeah. and, and, and my year in college. Do you guys yeah. remember having to go to the library? Dude, oh, yeah. go to the library oh, and they dude. get to write an essay. Oh my dude, we had God. to know we had to know the Dewey Decimal System. We now had to go look up a book and you know cite resources. Right Do you remember when you library? had to locate a book through the card oh. system? Yeah, oh, like, God. through all yep. the cards. Yeah. Rolodex. Yeah, I mean, Rolodex. I'm on the brain. I'm, I'm a millennial and still remember that. <laughs> I mean, thankfully we didn't have any ghosts coming at us, you know, and, and sliming those cards. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but actually, uh, guys, I have to say, I really love the direction that you're you're going to take the company. I, it, everything that you're saying, I'm immediately kind of uh, envisioning and kind of picturing, you know, the maybe a panel of like your, your, the foreground and, and the background, but but having it maybe movable or th almost 3D like. Yeah each panel you're going to or, or a timed like movement. Uh, I, I love that. I love the fact that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you're looking to have comic books be a little bit more interactive or just a little different. Cause you're right. They're, they're, they're stuck in this, this same form right now, which uh, there's still a market. And I, I feel like there's collectors are still out there. So, I mean, you're talking to one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have three, three bins full of comic books. So like, yeah, I, I, there's still the market, but we still yearn for something different because we can't take all those comic mm -hmm. books with us. So I, I buy whatever I could mm -hmm. digitally and take that on my iPad, which is, you're right. I mean, it's, everyone's mm -hmm. using their phone or using their iPad and mm -hmm. that's an untouched market. I feel even yeah. with the digital like comic book apps out there, they're yeah. not being utilized as much as like people think. Well, and, there's a, and there's a lot of pain points. Like, I mean, and again, this isn't me. I'm not trying to you know, rip on any companies. I'm just saying like reading a PDF um, on your phone is obviously not the best experience. It's better when it's on a bigger iPad. So it's not so scrunched up. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of the guided views, I think there's uh, a general census that, you know, some of these leading apps who have these guided views, the community has been very frustrated um, with it. And now that Comixology is being merged in with Kindle, like it's um, it's a frustrating Ooh, experience. Yeah. And it needs to be really oh. built up from yeah, the ground to be digitally native in my yeah. opinion. And that's, that and that even, hurts like, my heart to hear. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that Comixology was merging. Yeah. That's, mm. Yeah. But like, even like Todd Chat said, like, even this the simple act of even just putting like the gamification or unlockables or loot crate or you know like unlockable like um rewards or achievements into yeah. comics like I mean, something as simple as that like whereas like that is so exciting to me as a creator because it's like an added level of interaction mm -hmm. with 
you know, the audience, you know, and like you get like something on top of the reading experience. You also get something that you could interact, like say like, like an unlockable costume for a video game or something, you know, like, so yeah, yeah um, I love that. Yeah. Like it, it's just a really cool, fresh idea. And I'm like super happy that to be on board for it, you know? So it's very cool. Will you guys eventually do a, a like even a limited edition print run on it? Um, oh. de- it depends on, so, so number one, we'll always, we'll always still support print. Um, cause you know, I'm a big fan of print. There's still mm-hmm. a market for print. So we'd always um, support mm-hmm. print, but for the comics that we would be building from the ground up in this kind of new way, and you can kind of see mm-hmm. on, on the demo there, um, it would be very challenging to convert that to okay. uh, print. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, someone like Ken, like, like, like I said, we don't, we'd always support print, um, and have print in mind for some of our titles. And then some of our titles would be exclusive to, um, okay. uh, being that digitally native experience mm-hmm. or like an anniversary thing. You never know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but death to be, See, to be clear though, death shroud, our current Indiegogo campaign, that is a print book. That is actually yeah, okay. like, it's yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, th- so nice. the, the digital stuff that we're talking about is like, that's still in the beta development stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's like in the development okay. stages. Like, like right now, financing that we're trying to race. Yeah. yeah. See, guys, I certainly hope you have the concept patented. I hope you had that concept patented or something mm-hmm. like that. Cause I feel like that's a great idea yeah. to, to really reward mm-hmm. the reader and, yeah. and entice people to read. Cause I feel like a lot of the mm-hmm. need or want to read isn't there anymore for especially the, these newer generations totally. and to give them a reward in, in a, an area that they'd enjoy. And like, it can be expanded to <clears> more <throat> than just comics. I feel like this is just a great concept mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Cause like these, um, mm-hmm. the idea that we have right now around like the loot boxes as an example is if you're a subscriber and you get like access to all of the library and we'll have indie, we'll support indie creators as well. And eventually some like third party, um, content, uh, people mm-hmm. like an image or dark horse or whatever. Um, but if you would be a subscriber, you know, you get to the end of the comic, you get this loot crate and it's like, Oh, what did I get? Oh, I got a free comic out of it. Oh, I got, um, you know, dream key points. And what can I do with dream key points? I can redeem that in our shop for like swag or, you know, merchandise or towards buying a discounted mm-hmm. you know, comic book. So I think like I to your point, yeah, I think to your point I mean, of like having I mean better than PlayStation's reward system right now. Um, <laughs> oh. yeah, I, I think I think that encourages like I would be happy. Like um, you know, I'm already reading the comic and at the end of it I get something. It's like, oh, I got a free back issue that I didn't have or or dude, whatever. I think it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Not gonna lie, that's one of my favorite things about Switch's online program is like you just get rewarded for with points by just playing certain games and yeah. or checking in and whatnot. And then you can use them to create custom icons that you can you know spend you know 10 points on to get a, a new link icon and create it your own self or you can go online and get free swag nice. you just pay for shipping and have it mm-hmm. sent to you and i think that's that's a fantastic idea and honestly for those people that are into comics i think it's huge because and that's such a great idea i you're really already yeah. you're already a fan of the comic you're already reading it uh-huh. and then you're getting rewarded for reading it and then you can mm-hmm. turn that into a back issue or you can turn it into swag. And I think that is a fantastic idea. Um, but I also love the fact that, you know, you bring up is that the Indiegogo is for the print issue for Death Shroud because for me, right. yes, I do have my iPad. I do do reading on my iPad and stuff, but there are sometimes I just want to disconnect from electronics and just oh, have yeah. paper, something paper in my hand. Is that right, like, J-Bone? Oh, J-Bone? Yeah. Physical. 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 Oh, we're not even talking. No, we're not even talking about this whole physical versus digital thing. I'm talking about real. <laughs> yes, we are. We you are literally just talking about physical versus digital. That's right, baby. I'm the real I'm thing. Even, There's yeah. nothing like the, the real thing. thing. Yeah. Well, it depends on what we're talking about games because, you know, but, I'm, but when it comes to like books, it's just that smell of the pages, you know, it just totally it's, it's just literally because um, you don't have anything that's going to sidetrack you. You don't have to skip ad, yep. you know, when you're, I, I just when love you're the idea. Of, yeah, you're, you're not going to skip of the, ad, you know? of the, lo- the loot crate because with everything being digital and, and, and the comic book, I mean, d- like you guys were saying uh, skins. 
what that even entices me to read the comic book again, There's getting a so different skin, things. right? Like you can change up the characters like wardrobe or skins or different look and just, Oh man. Uh, well, there's uh, also really yeah. cool B2B opportunities. So like new ways of presenting advertising and comics, which there's an example in that demo, which is at the end of it, there's a, a halo crate and it toggles and it says, click me, click me and you click it. And then the little animation, like a Hearthstone thing, and boop boop, you get a, a exclusive like gun skin. So it's like new Ooh, ways that like yeah, incentivize people to get our comics. Is like, hey, this issue that's coming out. Also, if you pick it up, you get you know an awesome Valorant gun skin that's that's exclusive to this comic. Like, it, yeah. there's a lot of cool things that we can yeah. experiment and do. Um, but yeah. that that example uh, of for Halo because I love Halo. Although, yeah. Anyways, I love Halo. <laughs> it's uh, that example is in the in in that demo that we have on the website. All right, what's your favorite Halo? Don't, don't give away all the secrets. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> no, everybody's Halo. got a favorite Halo. Everybody's got one favorite Halo. So I actually always go back to Halo CE, um, uh, which is you know, a classic. But that three shot yep. pistol on Hang 'Em High. Or Blood Gulch is just mm-hmm. uh, it started it for me. Is why forget I the pistol into- on Blood Gulch. That thing is I hated getting killed by it. <laughs> Dude, I mean, no, hold on. Map. Yeah, you're you're just running across the map. Nobody's around. All of a sudden, you get drops. Yeah, the kill time, and was you know amazing. it was not, and you know it wasn't a sniper because it was like <laughs> it was it was ding ding drop, <laughs> like. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. was it was amazing, but yeah, Halo CE is probably closest gear to my heart. But mm-hmm. obviously, then the next big one is like the Halo Two, Halo Three. I still think to this day, from a first person shooter, and I mean Halo Two specifically, as you guys know, like it revolutionized, like mm-hmm. it created matchmaking, it created you know this ranking system that yeah, that's mine. I, I would have to say, yeah, yeah, it was amazing, and and it's I think there's a general sentiment too amongst Halo fans of like. Mm-hmm why why can't we have that back i think a lot of fans oh, oh dude would yeah love to have the one to because back. because um, chad i can i can tell you why it's because they took it <laughs> they took halo combat evolved put a shiny coat of paint on it and gave you halo infinite <laughs> same time too you know there's a lot of like <clears throat> let's do oh this is working and let's just not do this again yeah right yeah let's just say yeah, this this um, is the best thing ever <laughs> but yeah you know we'll not do it again yeah, yeah I, I'm usually uh, uh, I'm usually more of a my opinion is always towards like the first game. It sets the precedence. But uh, in regards to Halo 2, it just gave you so much. And it, oh, and yeah. as you said, it set the set the mark in gaming when it came to oh. online and everything. So I, that's why uh, for me, two has to be. And I would Number say a lot of people, yeah, I, th- I, yeah, I yeah. think a lot of people would agree with that totally. And the other thing was, I like, I'll never forget the first moment, like I was playing the campaign, and the moment you got to dual wield, yeah. dual wield oh, needlers. Like, I was just dude, like, just, yeah, right? dude, the energy sword, the energy sword. Oh, that was all about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh yeah, I, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> you guys remember uh, people super bouncing in the multiplayer, and they'd get uh-huh. it on the map, and then because of the proxy <laughs> chat, they would just talk shit. <laughs> 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 Oh, didn't, uh, also yeah. that gave us the birth, but the birth of red versus blue. Yeah, yep. it was like yeah. it gave us so many things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And Halo Three was like a really polished, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, kind of a Halo Two Point Five to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, those those first three games were really, uh, really special. And I think the nostalgia from mm-hmm. those first three games is really, in my opinion, what's keeping that franchise alive. In, in, in my opinion. But I think you know it's been a it's been a testing um, time, so I don't. It'll be challenging, I think. To, I think the they, last. I would also say they they had a little help with ODST and Reach. Those were some pretty good games to me last, as well. The last good Halo was Reach. Yeah, the oh, last time yeah. we had a, and and but then we go back to who is who is running the franchise for Reach? Yeah, I, I think I that was think, Bungie. Yeah, I think the mm-hmm. problem with the change of mm-hmm. guard with any studio panning an mm-hmm. IP like that is, and you can, you've seen it with star Wars um, is uh, people having to come in and try to make their mark. And yeah. um, I th- there's literally, this is fact there's, you can look this up mm-hmm. There's interviews of literally, you know, them recruiting people who didn't like the old halos. They wanted to, I think, chase trends of 
um, competitors at the time, oh, which was Call of Duty. You mean the you mean the Halo TV show? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of challenges with that it franchise. Just triggered me again. Oh yeah, there's God. a lot of challenges with that franchise. Um, um, it's it's unfortunate to see, and and I, I think the community. I'm not, not going to lie, I was that. so hopeful. Yeah, the community united on that mm-hmm. and made such an uproar that mm-hmm. you know we're seeing big changes. So hopefully, I, going forward, I hope. I was so hopeful for that show. I was. So I hopeful. hope for the the sake of Halo fans, and we all know. I mean, um. You know, predominantly I'm PlayStation and Nintendo, but I really hope for the sake of Xbox fans, they get Halo back on track mm-hmm. because Halo is one of their major IPs that is is used to sell systems. Yeah, and it, if you, it, it was it, that was the one that sold the system when it first came out. That exactly. was exactly. I mean, like, when you first heard about Halo, you wanted was, system, yeah. you wanted that game, literally, and it was. It's one of those things now. <clears throat> Halo is a shell of its former self. And um, I think maybe, I think maybe Bonnie Ross, when she left, yes, it was for medical reasons, but I think when she left, I think she knew kind of the writing was on the wall that some of the stuff was probably coming down the pike um, because Halo Infinite didn't deliver the way that Microsoft expected it to deliver. Totally. Um, I I actually, I would, I'd be really interested to see the economics of that because keep in mind, they cut the, campaign co-op right for couch co-op yep. for a long time or still it's still not it's uh it, it still hasn't done yet it's still yeah is, so ugh, yeah so disaster and and then they launched the multiplayer free so i think a lot of people like a lot of my friends never ended up buying the uh you know the price tag they just downloaded the multiplayer for free and mm-hmm. you know out of the gate i actually really liked halo and then all of a sudden you know, they market it like a live service game. And all of a sudden you're like, where's these updates? Like you can't market your yep. game as a live service game when you have titles like Fortnite and all these other massive titles that are pumping out content like monthly, <laughs> bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, the content was, in my opinion, kind of unacceptable. And and even from the store, it's like, I'm a prime candidate. It's like, I want to spend money on this game. Like, like why... You, you own Bethesda. Why can't I have a Doom skin, Doom guy skin? Why can't I have all of these different characters? Like, it, there's a lot Dude, of frustrating. Doom guy has a Halo skin. Oh, I think like anything like that'd that, be like, cool. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like look at Fortnite. You have Spider Man, all these different characters. Yeah. Like, why, why can't you have these type of? Um, why can't you have the? Um, I know the Fallout armor. Tape. Yeah, like, like I, the power yeah, armor. Exactly. I you understand know? there's legal um, red tape, but mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. Like mm-hmm. make it happen because other other studios are and um, mm-hmm. other studios are easily to navigate. And they're figuring it out. Yeah, like Rocket mm-hmm. League, like has all these different partnerships with. I, I, it's just, yeah. um, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> they have Fast and the Furious skins. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, yeah, no, no, they have Back to the Future. Oh, they're Back to the Future. They have the Lorry. Do make a difference? It's awesome. Yeah. Skins make a difference, and it's just so simple, so easy that I played. I played Killzone, um, Shadowfall, and I would spend money on the extra, the other skins just to make my shit look better. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> so with that, so what are you? So for Chad and Vken, um, start with you guys. So what are you guys playing right now? In between getting the issues and stuff done, and in between work, the other, when you when you have time. work, yeah. you know, yeah. and having tremendous business sense and. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you want to go? Okay, can you? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, with my like incredibly limited time, I've been slowly working my way through uh, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII, Crisis Core Reunion, and um, I was telling these guys before the stream, I'm, I think I'm toward the end because I'm on chapter eight. Um, oh, nice. We're right at the Nibelheim section there, so I think I think it's the end. Um, and then I also just re-downloaded uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night on my PS5. It was a PS1 game. So nice. cool. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I hadn't played the game since I was a kid. And I was I saw it on there for like really cheap. I was like, oh man, I'll check this out. So yeah. And then also whenever, you know, we have people over for parties, like Smash Brothers, like is like my go-to. Oh yeah. 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 There you go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I The games that I've been playing. So Elden Ring, I recently beat um nice congrats. nice bro congrats that, yeah. that was a it, for me that was mm-hmm. the hardest game i've ever uh played in my life from software yeah like that um achievement to kill the two gargoyles like 
just wanting to break my controller, but I beat the game. That was like an achievement. I was like super excited about that. Um, and then, uh, although, you know, we were just talking about Halo, I actually still play Halo. I've invested too much time into mm-hmm. Halo that I can't just walk away. It's like a abuse of like <laughs> yeah. relationship that I have with it. Jerry's Red Dead. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. I, I'm an Onyx level player. <laughs> That's Red Dead game. for Jerry. So I, I play it. Um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, I still play destiny as well. So I'm waiting for the new experience nice. yeah. that's coming out. Uh, yes, so, so I'll be playing that. Those are the, like destiny. What's, what's crazy as, as much as like, I love halo and I love halo, but since I guess the, uh, not the current Xbox, but since destiny came out, I've actually played more destiny than, uh, I've, I've played mm-hmm. of halo. Very cool. Um, wow. Yeah. So I just, I love the Chad, me, It's awesome. With you being a fan of, halo and destiny yeah i this is my opinion is i think that if microsoft had given budgie what they wanted mm. destiny is what the new evolution of halo would have been it it, it seemed like that because like halo reach um and i mean even in odst mm-hmm. they had the they they removed it now but if you you can this is can be fact checked mm-hmm. they had the bungee logo as an easter egg inside the friggin odst so you know mm-hmm. like the 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 logo like that they're the bungee yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, sorry not yeah. the oh, i think i remember i saw a youtube yeah, video destiny. about that yeah 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 so they had the destiny logo sorry um somewhere on like some led screen mm-hmm. in the um the alicorn and, then, and yeah and then like how they were building it like really robust mm-hmm. maps kind of felt like they were experimenting a bit for um, and the future development of destiny really and you've got the the enemies right in destiny yeah. have a they are pretty much there's a corresponding version of them in. Oh yeah. In Destiny, yeah well, Destiny, or in Halo rather. Um, you know? well, yeah. And destiny, like I said before, I think like, again, I love destiny, but they've, they've um, taken inspiration oh, from all. There it is right there. I'm sharing there. it on screen. So <laughs> it is fact checked right, right on the podcast. There um, you go. <laughs> yeah. It's um, um, yeah. Destiny is, destiny is amazing, but definitely they've mm-hmm. taken inspiration from like Activision blizzards, Diablo, mm-hmm. um, like star Wars, yeah. like the things that you, the, your speeder bikes is like literally out of mm-hmm. star Wars. Yep. A lot of, right. which I'm not complaining against, like I said, mm-hmm. I love it. it's all, it's yeah. a combination of all of my favorite things. So it's, it's, it's a definitely a cool world. So V can I get to make a, <laughs> I get to make a public apology to you. I can't get into crisis core. Really? I, mean, I, so I I just I never played the original like so for mm-hmm. me it was like I've always like I know like I know the story because like I read the story with like Zach and everything and I just yep. really, like want to dive into it and like it's definitely not as good as Final Fantasy 7 remake but I think it's still fun like it, it feels like a like a like a like a light version of that but mm-hmm. still carry it's the com- carryover it's the combat like, the combat system oh. is just not oh. clicking with me I like the combat I actually like the combat see that's yeah. the thing is it's like it's different i know people who love crisis corp but yeah, yeah. for me i'm like i i just can't get into the combat system it's it's kind of it's simple it's much simpler yep. it's it's way more hack mm-hmm. and slash which is like it i guess yeah. it's less uh thinking well, it's, involved but it's the way that it's the way that rpgs are going these days yeah. well no it's more like, action rpg it's, you guys know this is the carryover you know like <clears throat> yeah it's it was intermission Same now we have version, yeah, exactly and yep. then we're gonna get you know rebirth and it's yeah. like okay you know like it's gonna be amazing it's, it's yep. gonna be good and you <laughs> know what? There's, there's enough time in between games that you can enjoy you can yeah and then you get hyped. enough time to get hyped you don't have to worry you don't have to worry about another final fantasy thing coming out like two two seconds later you know yeah. you got enough time we'll get hyped and delayed I, and then hyped yeah, again we'll and delayed i mean i know there, yep. there was a lot of controversy because they re they redid all the voice acting mm-hmm. and i know that like online i saw people complaining about it but like you know what i, I think it's like pretty good like i think the guy playing zach is he's pretty like i think he's pretty I mean, good like i don't i don't have any issue with like when you actually play the game like he doesn't sound like again i never played the first one so i don't know like what the first mm-hmm. one was other than like little clips on youtube that i've seen but like i don't know man i i think it's like really cool like to have it like fleshed out like that i don't know yeah and to be able to say like okay like it's going to be the same voice actor like going mm-hmm. through now all the way you know, through yeah now you're like yeah. okay like there is some like consistency mm-hmm. you know obviously like, oh yeah the I game mean, was made like what 15 years ago and yeah you're just like okay yeah maybe maybe the voice actor is voice changed or like you know things things happen i don't know well they complained everybody complained that they weren't using the advent children cast for remake 
you know? Oh, so yeah. I mean, yeah, you're I, always gonna have, I didn't get that either. You're going to have controversy in gaming for whatever reason, i.e. the whole forsaken crap that started over the last week where, where everyone's I just been ripping on it. Um, but uh, it looks so good though. Like the, the trailer is like, the gameplay looks good. Yeah. For I mean, yeah. I got to overspoken. Yeah. Spoken oh, looks dude. good. Yeah. I really no, want to try um, that out. No, play the so, play the demo, dude. You'll you will. Well, no, everybody's saying that the demo. Really? Everybody said the demo did not pay it justice, and that the game is way better than the demo. Okay. Let um, on to me. Really? But that said, that, it is, that's a sleeper it is on me. It's an investment. Right now. <laughs> I'm going to um, sleep on that one. It's an investment. All right. So are you going to ask Chad space? Oh, sorry. Oh yes. Oh no. Jerry's yes. going to get it. Um, before yeah. you ask Chad, I have a question for Chad. Since we never oh. have anybody else that plays Destiny, and these guys will never oh. play Destiny with me. Oh God! Hold what hold character main? Hold, 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 hold on, hold on. I will hold consider. On. That. I'll consider that. Oh, you we, won't. Uh, I did <laughs> play Destiny, enough, and then I gave it a break, and I couldn't get and back into it. Then you tried the revamp, and so you couldn't changes. get into it. Bro, because I, I will so consider playing. I'm down. They made good you let changes. Me know. Let me know. Anyways, I liked Destiny. Chad, what's your what's your class? The, the main, what's is, your main? is Hunter because of my Halo background. Bro, okay. yeah, Hunter baby. Yeah. Yes, but okay. But the Kate six version. Kate six baby. The, the reason why is because there's a there's this chest plate with a couple of um, perks. It's I think it's called Omni Oculus or something like that. Omni Oculus. Yeah, you can yeah. go invisible like 24 seven. So. When you're doing PVE content, you actually kind of become like uh, almost like a healer because like people are dying and like in raids or whatever. Like I can easily re- revive. So um, until you start and, dying, <laughs> yeah. And then and then and then because of just how like the movement is of the hunter um, for PVP, I, I just I just gravitated towards the hunter. Bro, hunter has the best jump out of all three by far. Yes, the double like jump, warlock like, jump sucks. I don't care who ever mains warlock. I hate warlock. the floating. I hate the floating. Through the warlock yeah. ever yeah. cuz you can never do a delayed jump and make it. Yeah. You yeah. always yeah. die if That's you actually kind of the reason why okay. I made my decision with hunter because I'm so used to double jumping. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. Uh hunter baby. Hunter yeah. double jump. I'm I'm down. Double jump. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Chad, we get we got to ask you one question, mm-hmm. which is something we've asked of all guests. Ken's already been put on the spot, you know, granted that was two years ago, but <laughs> um, he did actually a- answer already this episode. Oh, as yeah, well. exactly. So, yeah. and he already re- remembered everybody, you know, um, but when you are able to have game nights with family and friends, okay. Um, or you go over to family and friends for, for game nights, what is your favorite game to play for game night, regardless if it's a board game, card game, oh, video easy. game, like smash brothers, easy. what's your favorite? Uh, settlers of Catan. You got another, you it's, got another, uh, player. Matt, Matt's a big player too. Yeah. It's, it is a, um, that, just I, I really aggressive feel, negotiations. Honestly, Jerry won't she, play with me anymore. That I feel Catan is no, more of a no point. friendship breaker no, no. than Monopoly. Yeah, no, we don't want to play with you because you threw Thief, what, four times yeah, in a row? You're, you're just ruthless. You're just mean. Like, like I thought we needed so to take fun. you to the casino just so you could play crap since you were rolling seven so much. Yeah, bro. Jeez. <laughs> Do you guys have like the expansions too, where it has like the volcano? Yeah. And, yeah. So um, I don't have those. I just have the, the, the expansion where it expanded out. No, yeah. um, there was an expansion, uh, a five to six player expansion oh, that the, they the did. Oh, yeah. The, the, um, so the first one that came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't so have fun. seafarers or anything like that. Um, but yeah, dude. Jerry won't play. I, she's a brick. It's, it's still a, a fun game. I still enjoy it, but it, you know. Uh, but wasn't that the first time you played Catan no, with Matt too? At the same time, that was your first. That was time the first time with him? too. I, it's just so, honestly, no, just you can only opinion. blame Matt for ruining it for yeah, you. No, no, I'll, I'll still, I'll still, <laughs> Theo. But, he, but he, no, he's ruthless though. Yeah, Matt's in my he, opinion, can, honestly, that's more of a yeah honest friendship breaker than Monopoly is. Monopoly is yeah. like classic, but. Catan now, oh man! When mm-hmm. you get to the trade, you you're like, evil. bro, bro, like seriously, like right. seriously, bro. Man, you get, you have like <laughs> finger foods, like pizza or whatever, some beers, playing Catan, and then Love getting it. angry. Yep. Yeah, like, I don't have enough brick. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah so exactly. Um, so with that, um, you know, to everyone that tuned in tonight live here on Twitch and that are going to listen to the broadcast this weekend when we release it on Sunday, um, you know. 
thank you for crashing game night with us and welcoming Chad uh, to the CGN family. And of course, you know, Vikens always welcome back. Um, maybe next time he'll be more like Zach than cloud, but um, you know, in the, in this time guys, you know, we, we always talk about these things, um, especially the events that happened in California over the, the last couple of days, you know, Bro, we just have to show show that that it's, caring for everybody might and it's getting close. It is. Um, yeah. So with that, um, you know, we will have Chad's profile posted on uh, crashinggamenight.com under contributors and guests. So the links to the uh, Dream Key Comics will be on there as well as to the t- uh, Twitter account for uh, Deshron. So mm-hmm. give it a check out if you want to go check the Indiegogo out. There's your links for that. But please, guys, just in this days and time, just please be excellent to each other. That's right, everybody. All my nerds, VK, Chad, thank you guys for joining. Thank you for all of this great info about uh, the background of your comic. Uh, I'm I, I'm very interested, and I can't wait to see uh, what's to come. Um, thank you. Once again, everybody, let's just uh, – Try and, and uh, spread a little bit more compassion, a little bit more patience. Uh, let's be a little bit more kinder to each other and, and uh, try and lend a helping hand here and there. Let's just try and be better and uh, just uh, try and be safe. And uh, thank you for joining. Of course. Always thank you again, VK, Chad. Thank you guys for joining us on the couch tonight. Uh, you know, a lot of good things. Hopefully we'll see a lot more uh, with Death Shroud. Um, you know, I just want to say one, honestly, it is really close to home of what Matt was talking about earlier. Um, Monterey Park. Monterey Park is literally like 20 minutes away from me. So it's just, honestly, it's it's mm-hmm. close. And we do know, my not me, but we do have a few coworkers that do know of people there. So, you know, it is close. Please just, we've been inside for so long that I know people are getting a little crazy, but yep. dude, just a little bit of love, just a little bit of love. It was supposed to be a joyous day. It still was, but I mean, those little dampers just are all people can think about sometimes. So please just yep. be safe out there. Be kind out there, you know, have, have some empathy, have some compassion. You know, I, it's, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, yeah, it so is. Please, please, as always be safe out there. And as always, every night that we have this, my man, my man, Theo. <laughs> Got to up. Like you do. Little one saying hi on the camera. She can. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, all as always, Chad. Thank you for joining us for the first time. Hope to have you back again sometime. Yeah, fun, guys. Dude. Welcome back anytime. Always. Yeah, you guys were. Bro, amazing. if you ever have an opening on your fire team, I'm down. <laughs> you too, I'm you will send some grandmasters. Come on, people. Because bro, yeah. I'm pure solo for so Dude. long. I'm oh. always doing LFG. <laughs> bro, I'll it's play. So bad. <laughs> I'm down to play. Come on, Jerry. Let's do this. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's cross right, platform now. Exactly. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. Until next time, TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody. Go, go read Death Shroud.